say hello and I don't reply Got my own friends You got yours, you don't know me Anymore, I'm on the way up Look at the ground, I won't wait up Not coming down from this Got a new vibe, who this? или нет, но это слово ты знаешь еще за школой. Capital. Лондон uh, is the capital of Great Britain. Capital. Эксклюзивное радио на английском языке в Москве. Guys, I love you. На частоте 105.3. На сайте capitalfm.moscow. В умных колонках. Алиса, включи радио Capital FM. Хорошо. Радио Capital FM. А также прямая трансляция из открытой студии в Москва-Сити на нашей странице ВКонтакте. Слушай, как хочешь. Слушай, где хочешь. Слушай. Capital FM Moscow. Capital Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. I'm Alan Moore and I am delighted to be your co-host for this, the very best hour of sports power on mainland Europe. Yes, we are number one, folks. We are going on the phone in just a moment to Andrew Flint, our man in Siberia. Uh, we're going to try and figure out just what the hell happens with uh, Russia today in beautiful sunny split. Well, it wasn't sunny split. Uh, the hopes washed out in the Polyude, the uh, Meadow Stadium. Uh, the golden ticket now looks a uh, little bit harder to get to go to Qatar. Right, we're also going to have a look at the qualified teams and who might yet qualify, including poor old Scotland. Uh, because, you know, there is an awful lot going on. So we're going to discuss that shortly with Andy Mack and Peter B, who are in studio with me as well. In part two, Isil Cody, our legal eagle, she's going to jump on with the stars of the Transfer Exchange show, Stephen and Kieran. We're going to talk about if it's right to go to Qatar and uh, also if it is, should it be mandatory to have to be jabbed for athletes? Should you actually to be to play? Should you have to get a vaccination? We're going to discuss that. Uh, and also, of course, LeBron's boo-boo. We'll actually, we're going to have to bring it up because that was a, another faux pas from the big man out in LA. And in part three, of course, we have the big, fat, mega, filthy quiz. And of course, we have three super songs to light up your night with and of course, to end off the show with as well. Folks, if you have any questions or if you have any uh, comments, especially if you think it's right or ethical to head out to Qatar for the World Cup next year, plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three. And also, just to let you know, folks, we have been rickrolled. Yes, rickrolled. I'll explain that a little bit later on. Right, um, straight away, bringing in on the phone all the way from the icy depths of two men, Andrew Flint. How are you doing this evening? Have you dried your salty tears after Russia blew? A glorious nil-nil draw. Oh dear, it was glorious failure. I don't think Russia are used to glorious failure. It's just depressing failure normally. Um, well, look, let's start with the positives. It was about as good a performance as we could hope against the World Cup finalists. Um, Fyodor Kudryashov's own goal was... He, the man was just tired. He just he perhaps collapsed on the ball. Um, but Croatia were blunted. They were relatively... And I want to say contained, they had all the possession. Not many major testing shots other than three or four good saves from Safnov. 
but playoffs it is, um, which is what we thought at the beginning of the campaign. So yeah, I mean, we, were look, we, we had decided that like playoffs would be fairly decent if they got that far, so that's okay. But listen, one thing that you always want to put out your best lineup, your most informed players, players who do it for you on the night, no matter where the night is, no matter you know what angle the camera is at. Um, why leave home the top Russian scorer? Leave him out of the squad altogether. Yeah, um, Aguilar's just, uh, it's been unbelievable this season. And you've got to bear in mind, it's not just that he's a runaway top goal scorer. It's in a side where they've only scored, I think, 14 goals. He's got 11 of them. Um, and he scored four in three for the under-21s. Again, he looked good. Um, what I would say, I think he should have been in the squad, but not necessarily starting. Him coming on tonight could have been that little extra bit of energy up front that um, Zabalotny just can't provide. Okay, but that's, that's, he, he could add a little bit extra, okay? But there's a guy who yeah. could not, uh, add an awful lot more extra, and Jonathan O'Brien, a, a friend of the show, he has said it. Archum Juba. Huh, yeah, that, let's not skirt around the issue. That's certainly uh, a personal thing. He's, he's, he's joint top scorer for Zanit St. Petersburg. He's clearly still a good player and easily worth his place in the squad. Uh, and Carpin keeps saying, well, I'm not sure he's ready, I'm not sure he's fit. He's like, well, of course he is. He's scoring goals for fun in the Russian Premier League. Um, it's a personal thing. I think that really is his day done, uh, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, because, I mean, if we look at him, Andy, Andy Mack is going to come in this now in a moment. Uh, I know it's going to break your hearts, uh, Andrew Flint, altogether, because, of course, he has seven goals this season already, Fyodor Smolov. He's joined, uh, you know, second yeah. top scorer with uh, Casiera uh, and Asmun. But, as Jonathan O'Brien said... Mm. Um, Fyodor Smolov doesn't look much cop in these games and that's true I've always called him a flat track bully I think he, he's a streaky player he's like streaky break, bacon or streaks in your you know undershorts but like I mean he just doesn't do it on the big day he's a waste of a player especially down in split where you need a man where you need a, like a really tough guy up front not someone with loads of tattoos that thinks he's a big man what do you think Andy Mac? Um, yeah inclined to agree with you there I think in games where Russia I mean uh, I didn't actually see it but the way they lined up was not to win that game, in my opinion. They they went for a draw, yeah. and I think that was yeah. the, that was the mistake from minute one. Um, and then, uh, let's face it, Kudryashov at left back has been tired of football for about thirty four years. So, um, <laughs> I, I think they probably got what they deserved today, unfortunately, which is probably a, a difficult manner to take it. But I think he lined up. Badly after so many good things in the, the previous games and going, you know, winning streak, and I, I think he got it wrong. Okay, I'm going to uh, Peter Peace here. Peter, I mean, we're looking here on Moscow 24. We're looking at the, the fans who were, you know, really made themselves heard down in split in, in a stadium that is basically shaped like conch, conch shells down on the, like, right beside the beautiful uh, Adriatic. Uh, see, it wasn't very beautiful today, but it wasn't as bad as it was in 2004 with the rain we had then 17 years ago. But Peter B, I mean, was that the best Russian team? I mean, why, why didn't they go out to try and win the bloody game? All right. Well, I, all I have to say is I already told any of this, but before, before we came in here, I was sitting, eating my pizza. My granny walks in. Minute one of the game, she says, we're going to blow it. And we did. <laughs> right, hold on. Okay, we have a new tipster. Andy Mack, you're fired. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're getting your granny in. <laughs> I mean, just because what, what is my granny? I mean, not, not, not to, uh, I'm, I'm not to hate on my granny, but my granny doesn't know a thing about soccer. Even she. How do you know? From when, oh, well, she yeah, knows more uh, yeah, than yeah. you guys. Apparently, apparently. Yeah, so, yeah, get the cat minute in St. Petersburg and pull the octopus. 
Yeah, listen, Granny, yeah. Granny P is coming in next week, yeah. right? We're going, I'm going to sign <laughs> her up for the team. That's it, right? You get your Granny on the phone. We're using her from now on. I will, I will. Right, um, looking around. Okay, going to, like playoffs. It is then for for Russia. They will be seeded, um, Andrew. But I mean, it's still it's not going to be easy for them because it's hard to come back from losing a, a, a point like that because in all fairness they they lost a point it wasn't they lost a game they lost a bloody point okay they they set up to defend but they defended very badly at times as well because if it had been a dry day they'd been torn apart like Alex B in a frat house what do you reckon Andrew? Well actually I don't think I'd quite go as far as that I think it, I actually think it was the right setup to play not just because of the conditions but because Russia don't have the players to compete with Croatia going forwards. And if, if Modric, is, his passing was actually slightly wayward today. Had it been on form, then I'm sure we would have conceded two or three. I think it basically, the, other than an own goal, it wasn't, you know, Russia were ripped apart. Um, uh, the players, it's, to lift yourself in the playoffs is really tough. And there's some, there's some good sides in there. Scotland are looking pretty decent. I, Andy Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they've won five in a row for the first time in a very long time. Um, and they're not even technically the strongest side that Russia could face, so it's going to be very tough to pit themselves up. Listen, but I, I, I don't think he got it totally wrong. Okay, now listen. Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll be okay on that with you. But I'm looking at some of the players that uh, Croatia have. Okay, yesterday I was watching a guy who I saw as a teen playing for uh, Shibenik in Croatia, Gordon Schildenfeld, who played all around Europe, um, and now he's playing in Cyprus for Aris Limassol, a newly promoted side, and he's still playing a good game. Like He's, he's 36 years of age, but you know, timeless in terms of what he can do with the ball. Um, but I'm looking at this team playing for Croatia. Mm. Now, forgive me, Rangers. They're a player from Rangers. They're a player from Celtic. They're a player... You know, I'm sorry, Easy Andy. Tiger. Yeah, I'm sorry. But they've got players from, you know, Dinamo Zagreb, Hajduk Split, um, Malmo. So I don't buy it that Russia don't have better players. Okay, bar Luka Modric, who at the age of 49 is still running well, you know? Like, I mean, he's, he's a guy who would, you know, never want to have They're a big match. top scorer also exactly. qualifies with three with three, okay, I, so I, I'm I'm sorry, Anne. I don't know, Andrew. I'm I'm a little bit pessimistic about oh. Russia. I, I I just I just think the the going for the point is can be risky, but I think it was the sensible thing to do, and it would have we wouldn't be talking like this if it hadn't been for that own goal. Could Rashford have been playing? Picked a better left back. We'd be talking about a very well run qualification campaign. Um, okay, so well, it's tough to say. I'll, I'll give you that. Look, so already, folks, uh, qualified right now, definitely 100%. Qatar, of course, as hosts. Uh, Germany, Denmark, Belgium, France, Croatia, and Brazil. Looking now, North Macedonia, uh, they won tonight, so it looks like they are there into the playoffs. Um, Poland, they're through to the playoffs as well. Russia, of course, into the playoffs. Turkey and Netherlands, they're going to be struggling to get through, and also Norway in the mix there as well. Uh, also in Europe, uh, Finland and Ukraine. Okay, Finland and Ukraine, they have both a chance to make it through. Ukraine just drawing too many matches to be competitive. Wales, yeah, Wales are up against the Czech Republic in terms of trying to qualify as well. Scotland, they are through, but... Um, I think Wales are already there. 
via the Nations League. The Nations League. League, that's right. You're right, Andy. Sorry, yeah, they did got the extra yeah. spot. Uh, so the Czech Republic through as well. Sweden, uh, they are battling their neck and neck with Spain. Uh, Switzerland are neck and neck with Italy, who's finishing top in their group. And of course, uh, Portugal and Serbia play later on tonight when we're going off air at uh, 10.45. Okay, um, we're going to have a look ahead to the Russian Premier League next week um, to, to Andy's, uh, because of course we have a full round of fixtures next week, some very, very big matches as well. Loco on Saturday, 4.30 at home to Ahmad Grozny. Um, Andrew Flint, that, that's a must-win for Lokomotiv. Oh, 100%. And I fully expect them to Akhmet pour away from home. Um, Gisdol is slowly but surely getting used to the team. I think they'll be fine with this one. No problem. OK. Uh, Andy Mack, Krasnodar, Spartak, that's also on Saturday, but at 7 o'clock down in the beautiful Krasnodar Stadium. Uh, yeah, tricky one, because Krasnodar have kind of flip-flopped away, uh, go through a spell of three or four games looking OK. I think they've now lost three on the spot. Um, draw. Okay, that is fair enough. Uh, kind of a Moscow Oblast Derby, one of the many that we're having this year. On Sunday, 2 o'clock, Siska are hosting Himki. Andrew Flint, uh, the way Siska are playing right now, you would not be too confident, would you? Well, normally I'd, I'd agree with you, but I think Himki are just uh, are far worse. I really don't think Siska will have too many trouble too many problems here. Um, Kimki just concede a lot of goals, 22 I think they've let in. Uh, they don't score many either. They're not, they've got no confidence about them um, and they've won the same number of games as Alia Katibu, which says it all, but <laughs> dreadful. So I think Tisca will win this one. They right. concede, but they'll win. Okay, Dinamo and Arsenal also on Sunday, 4.30, Andy Mack. I mean, that is, that's a tough one as well. Uh, Dinamo, I mean, they need to win that game. Arsenal, they're down, like, you know, down close to the bottom of the table. They're just slightly above Ural with 13 points. But uh, Dino need to win to back on track, don't they? Yeah, I think um, I think it should be fairly straightforward. Tula have the the worst defensive record in in, in the league. So um, on on that basis, when I mean Andy Fle- Kimki are doing what they what I thought they would do last season, which is play utter trash and finish near the bottom. Um, so um, the fact that Tula are there in the mix with those clubs, Dinamo will be disappointed with anything other than three. Okay, uh, very quickly, folks. Uh, of course, later on tonight, starting at ten forty-five, I mentioned Sweden, uh, Spain, and Sweden. That is in Spain, of course. Uh, Greece, Kosovo, an interesting one there. Luxembourg, Ireland. Yeah, that's a big one. If Ireland win, they move above Luxembourg into third place in the table. So that's a huge one for Ireland. Of course, lost at home to Luxembourg already. Portugal, Serbia, for who is going to be immediately going to Qatar? Scotland, Denmark. Well, Scotland are through and they're okay. Switzerland, Bulgaria. I mentioned already. Switzerland needs to win that one. England at San Marino. That's going to be a tough one for the English. That's on course tomorrow. Uh, Northern Ireland, Italy as well tomorrow. Okay. Um, Going to go straight across to Peter P. Peter P, you were having a look at some of the, the events in North America. Now, a, a very a good friend of the show, Aaron Rodgers, he didn't want to come on with us. He said he'll come on next week because at the moment he is in isolation. Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay quarterback, one of the best players uh, of all time in terms of ratings and so on. He basically um, lied or didn't tell the truth by being vaccinated, got well, sick of COVID and has been well, slapped as, around. As, as you told me, oh, wait, wait, hold up. He's self-vaccinated, as he, so he Death says. Immunized. Uh, immunized, immunized, my bad. So apparently he's, he's been, today I, I read up, uh, he, he, he was supposed to come on with the, to play the Chiefs in like 10 days or so. And then during the interview, he dropped a bombshell. And he said that, oh, um, I'm sorry, I was... Uh, when, when asked that if, uh, if you've been uh, vaccinated, he said, oh, I've been self-immunized. So I don't think he'll be appearing to play the Chiefs 
uh, in the in the upcoming game. Okay. Um, also, looking at uh, we will mention LeBron James in the second part as well. Um, LeBron James, I don't know, Andy Mack, have you seen what he said? It's about the, the, this uh, shooting trial in America. Carl, Carl Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. guy who, because he kind of cried, uh, a strange kind of cry, but I was listening to it live. I, I was on YouTube and I was listening to it. And I, it did sound, if you weren't looking at it, it sounded relatively genuine because he's a, an 18-year-old kid, like, crying. But LeBron tweeted what? He, he tweeted, tweeted that uh, he, b- before the trial, uh, Kyle took a, a batch of lemon heads, or, or so it looked like. That's what he, that's, that's what he uh, said on, uh, inst- I don't know, Instagram? Or, uh, Twitter, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know. To me, I mean, <laughs> all right, all right. Don't, don't cancel me for saying that. But kind of, kind of looks like, kind of looks like my man took a batch of lemons. <laughs> just by looking at it. Andy, what do you reckon? You're covering this, of course. Um, the 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 fact that he his lawyers um, say that he's suffering with PTSD, I think it's probably quite. It 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 was horrible watching it, um, but it looked kind of genuine. I don't think even a hundred million lemon heads would make you do that. Yeah, it looked really weird. Um, uh, Andrew Flint, what do you reckon? You saw that as well. I mean, like, was, yeah. was, was LeBron right to question it? Should he question something like that? I, I think it's just a very risky territory to do so. It did look very, very weird. I, I, I couldn't really make mind if it was uncomfortable, if I felt sorry for him or not. I mean, it, it just, but just don't get involved in that, LeBron. Why, what is the point? I'm not saying you should stick to sport, but... What, what are you going to gain from it? You're not going to gain extra followers or popularity. I think it was just a bit silly, to be quite honest with you, to comment on it. I think he has. I mean, that, that's what most of the media is saying at the yeah, moment. They're, yeah. they're all saying the same thing. Um, like, I mean, he, he, he never mentioned a word about China. He never mentioned... Like, he, he's very, he was good on Black Lives Matter and so on, but he, he's... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, well, he's well, an eighteen-year-old kid. Wanna, first and I just, foremost, I, I, he's a kid. I talk about LeBron. No, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of just want to add what Eddie just said because I'm reading like right now. They say that like the media is calling him a coward and a fake person, LeBron, yeah. for for basically mocking Kyle Rittenhouse, but. I don't like. I don't really. I don't really want to cancel the guy. It's just like, yeah, you're kind of uncalled for what he did. It's just, yeah, don't mess with the whole thing. Like, yeah. why? Why should you? It's a, it's a bloody murder trial. Yeah, you know, it's either murder yeah. or self-defense, manslaughter. Like it's, I mean, listening to what was going on, it's just oh, okay. Let's 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 move on very very quickly. Very very last one: Chicago Blackhawks. There's a huge cloud over the club right now. It's something we covered with U.S. gymnastics about sexual abuse, physical abuse, um, mental abuse, um, and and drug abuse as well. I mean, feeding athletes you know full of drugs. There was a huge case now to answer for Chicago Blackhawks. Did you did you check that, Peter? Oh, I, I I didn't check, but like, what what exactly? Because like I've been hearing a lot of like kind of like backlash about it, but I just couldn't couldn't find the like what what are they talking about? Any back of you? No, no, I'm going to one who's actually covered. Oh my god, great sports show, right? Well, basically, folks, what happened was there was a player who was abused by a video analyst, um, an older man, and a young guy who was a first round draft pick, um, Jonathan Peace. I will just double check on his name. I'm sorry about that. Um, and he was abused, and basically, then he kind of like slipped down to the ranks and was ostracized by the teammates, called weak and so on and so forth. Because, of course, you know, NHL and ice hockey is such a manly game. And uh, this is the first case of its type in ice hockey in North America. There was a huge one. One, huge one and massively deep and dangerous one in Canada for many many years involving you know top people within the sport there and uh, basically this guy he's now playing in Europe and um, 
you know, basically the, the Blackhawks knew about it and just let it go. Okay, folks, we're going to get to the break right now um, because we are out of time on that. We're going to come back, of course, with, uh, uh, sorry, with Eastolt, Kieran, and, of course, the boys are staying in the studio, and uh, Steve. We're going to get to the break. Uh, I know it's going to make one person very, very happy right now who's preparing for a big day tomorrow. And this, of course, is... No, it's, it's your favourite, Peter. It's uh, Jennifer Lopez and Pitbull, and this is Get on the Floor. Back after this with oh, yeah. Esel, <laughs> with Esel, Kieran, and Steve. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. J Lo, it's a new generation. Mr. Worldwide. Full of bass on an old school Chevy. Seven tray donkey donk. All I need is some vodka, some 
Donkey Kong Can watch the chick go get Donkey Kong Baby, if you ready for things to get heavy I get on the floor and I can fool if you let me Lolly, don't believe me, just bet me My name ain't Keith, but I see the way you sweat me L.A., Miami, New York Say no more, get on the floor Завершение уикенда на Capital. Join us on a journey from the beach to the dance floor. Chicane presents Sunsets. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Вспомни, как долго ты выбираешь фильм или сериал. Время выбирать прошло. Наступило время смотреть. Легкий поиск и продвинутая система рекомендаций. Иви быстро и точно подберут фильм, который вам точно понравится. Иви. Скорее к истории. Реклама 18 ⁇ To grow your sales, brand awareness, and grab your target audience, you need a great brand ambassador. A great brand ambassador. Match Business Consulting represents the brightest stars in Russian sport who will shine around the world for your business. And folks, with that, we're back. Hope you enjoyed dancing around your kitchen floor or wherever you were dancing uh, to that. I know Kieran Stewart will probably make fun of me for uh, dad dancing, and uh, Steve K definitely will, and I'm sure Esold will as well. Um, we just we were discussing the, the situation with Kyle Beach, the ice hockey player in uh, the, the Blackhawks, and the situation that he had and that he suffered. So, I mean, it was a, uh, you know, we will cover it in a bit more detail next week. But basically, it was, it's, it's classic how, as we discussed with Jennifer Say, of course, in US Gymnastics, uh, the way he went after uh, Maggie Nichols, everybody bought into destroying the person who was the victim, who was abused. They went after them. The media joined in, worst of all. The players joined in, worst of all. And then, of course, after the fact, everyone goes, oh, we wish we'd have helped. But, you know, crocodile tears do not help at that time. Okay, um, straight away we're going to go to uh, Isolt Cody. Andy Mack had a question for Isolt. Um, Isolt, question straight away for you. Why the hell were you supporting North Macedonia? Andy Mack was quite disappointed. I Okay, so I flicked over at the wrong time in the channels and I just like, the North Macedonian manager was having a little bit of a mini fit on the sideline and it kind of reminded me a little of myself and I felt an affinity with his aggrieved position when his team were actually up at that well they were one all and they had a free kick and I was like he's so indignant about being in an advantageous position that sort of logic you know it works for me Okay, I saw the Slovakia coach like covering his eyes today when uh, Slovakia beat Malta 6-0. Slovenia, of course, they won 2-1 against Cyprus. Liechtenstein, uh, everyone's favourite offshore cash cave, uh, went down 2-0 to Romania. North Macedonia, of course, beat Iceland 3-1. And Armenia were slapped around the place, rightfully so, by Germany 4-1. Okay, sorry uh, for insulting Armenia and all the other countries. Right, um, did I say hello? Welcome back on to Steve and Kieran of the Transfer Exchange Show. The very best transfer exchange, or the very best transfer news in football, folks. I mean, it really rules. We've worked together on breaking stories. These guys know what they're doing. Um, Steve, you're very welcome. Kieran, you're very welcome. How you doing? Very good. <coughs> 
Yep. All right, Alan, how you doing? Thanks for having me back. <laughs> it's great to have you back on. <laughs> right. Boys. Even after the quiz. Even after... Listen, you <laughs> held your end up in the quiz, don't worry. We've uh, had worse performances. Um... Kieran, do you fancy sitting on for the quiz tonight? Or are you busy? Uh, what's the quiz? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, nah, I'm busy. I'm busy. Don't ask questions. I do the question friend. now. Uh, what, what's, what's, what's the quiz about? I, I, need, I need to research. If only we knew, it would be a much more... Yeah. It's about sport. I don't know. I, if, that's... If, if I can be made a full... So can, so can Kieran. Yeah. Kieran, you have a few minutes to make up your mind. Don't worry about that. <laughs> right. So oh, right now, folks, I'm going to start off with the hard question, first of all. we put I put up a, a Twitter poll earlier on today, okay? A uh, simple thing asking was, well, not simple thing, of course, but it was basically asking, should teams boycott the World Cup in Qatar or not? Okay? Very, very simple. Now, personally speaking, no, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's wrong. I think it's... It doesn't work. It doesn't help. And you know what? No one cares in any case. But, but, okay, with the people who voted, okay, 66 votes came in and there were an awful lot of votes also on Capital FM on Instagram as well. 58% yes, okay, the team should boycott the World Cup. 42% said no. Kieran, I'm going to start off with you straight away. Is that the right thing? Like, should teams boy- start boycotting? Should sponsors boycott? Should media boycott? Um... It would seem for me uh, counterproductive because you've got this far knowing full well um, what the one, what all these big events, whether it's the Olympics or the World Cup, what they entail. Um, and, it, and you know the, 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 the sort of the human rights levels in these countries as well. When you're talking about Saudi Arabia, Qatar, China, you know what they stand for in certain aspects of their everyday life. So, so you know what you're kind of getting into. So to turn around a year away from the World Cup and decide to have um, a moral compass is is, um, is pointless. I, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know why it's coming out now. Um, we've, we've seen it years before with China and, and then all the, the issues that they've had. And it's not really on... Uh, people don't really say anything on this scale. Um, so I just don't understand why this is coming out. I think it's kind of pointless. Yeah, uh, Isolt, um, I mean, what, what's your opinion on it? Because, I mean, okay, people objected to the World Cup going to Russia on many levels, okay, from political stability or political, you know, kind of reputation of the country and social reputation of the country. They objected to China, of course. Didn't object to South Korea, but they objected to China. And, of course, China have the, um, or as Donald from Trump would say China. They have the the Olympics next uh, next springtime. <laughs> so sorry, but I've just got to go to melt down here. So, like, I mean, do boycotts work? Because of course, it is an Irish word. So nicely done, Alan. Nicely done. Um, I think if we if we're going to say boycotts work, we're not going to look at the likes of teams skipping out of things like the World Cup because realistically, these teams have all worked to get there. They didn't choose where it went. The fault in that instance lands bully at the door of the officials who decided if you're going to boycott something I think it comes down to individuals more than teams I don't expect teams to pull out but like you have individuals who go to boxing in Saudi Arabia who drive in the Formula One in Bahrain they're in a much easier position to pull out one they can turn around and say no for these teams I think the issue is why is it going there in the first place I don't blame the Mm. teams They've worked to get there. They didn't decide the, on the location. I think there's a fundamental issue with football that it is going there. 
Okay, now I'm, I'll, I'll put my hands up and say right away, I worked for two years, 2001, 2003, in Saudi Arabia. Okay, so I worked there. So I have no moral high horse. This is why I'm saying I, I can't object to it. I cannot because if I do, I'm a complete and utter hypocrite. Okay, so th- th- that's just pure facts out there. Also, also, I've, I've, you know, I'm driving your own. You weren't going there and financially enriching and in a way trying to ignore what was going on. Well, I had to. <laughs> well, I actually didn't. I mean, actually, is actually I didn't. I, 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 that's, an, that's a story for like, uh, PTSD. For them. If Kyle Rittenhouse cried live in court, I would be bawling right now. Steve, um, you know, should, should it be left or should players, for example, or sponsors or people, you know, even fans say, I'm not going to Qatar, um, I'm going to make a stand. Should they be respected for that? Yeah, absolutely, Alan. Absolutely. I mean, from from day one, <clears throat> this this was a big no from for, for me, and it seems to be now that everybody seems to want to start talking about it now um, when it's a year away, when when it's too late anyway. Like Kieran said, you know, it's, it's, it, we're a year away from it, and now everybody's trying to talk about it and, and change things. This 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 was should have been a non-starter from 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 the beginning. Um, I mean, you had your poll. You you had like the majority saying that we you, that they should have gone. I mean, I, w- I would I just need to ask these people why should we or should they go? What what is your reason that you feel that we should go? I, I would love to hear their answer because for me, there's not one. This 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 was a non-starter from from the beginning. That for me, there's not one. I uh, one reason why this competition. Who, look, for me, I'm someone who advocates that the World Cup should be taken everywhere, to all parts of the world. But look, this is this is a different story. Um, I mean, this would have to be a very long radio show to <laughs> go long for every single aspect of why this 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 competition should not be the second biggest competition in the world is being. Be here, so the second biggest no, competition. Should, What's the big, should, biggest competition? Olympics. Ah, okay. I thought you were going to say the English Premier League, <laughs> but that's how I was. <laughs> I was expecting that. All right, Andy, Mike, can I, I, yeah, go, go ahead, go, Kieran. No, sorry, can I add to that? Look, I think there's a, I think there's a big difference between not agreeing with what this was in the first place, which. I think we all did because we're talking about a traditional World Cup. It comes at the end of the season, not in the winter. So you've got to move all fixtures about in every league to to suit this one uh, tournament, which is why we all in the first place we knew it was dodgy. Then there's all the brand envelopes issue. We got that's another completely another uh, a whole other radio state uh, uh, time. It's completely another podcast. But so the difference between not wanting it in the first place. And boycotting it now, for me, are two completely different things. No, yeah, okay, hold on, hold on. Andy Mack, one, one second, you're going to come back in, don't worry. Uh, Andy Mack, I mean, okay, Scotland are going to, like, lose narrowly. Yeah, we can't boycott there. it now. Yeah, can't boycott it now. And, I mean, you're, you're only going to be there for three matches if you go there anyway. So, like, you'll be back home after group stage, so I, I wouldn't worry <laughs> about it. Sri Lanka's lovely at that time. Yeah, I mean, you, you'll, you'll protest by losing all three matches. Not winning one match, drawing one match, and losing the other. And by losing... And going out on goal difference. And going out on goal difference, yeah, or by yellow cards or something like that, or a toss of a coin. Um, but anyway, leaving that aside, should should teams say like would Scott, would you back if Scotland said we're not going to go to hell with you I'd, I'd go in their place then um, <laughs> I think I, I think there are three tiers to it there's the corruption one um, 
and saying that p politics and sport should never mix. And here you've got people like Nicolas Sarkozy backing it. Um, but you can go all the way back to Beckenbauer in 2006 in Germany. So I, I think that's already scrapped. You can call this tournament corrupt. Every tournament that's gone before it's been corrupt. So you can forget that. Um, then you come down to what Germany and Bayern Munich have had links to Qatar for years and go there on their training camps and say, this is your opportunity for change. If you don't like Sharia law, you don't like what's happening in the country, you don't like the human rights, this is your opportunity to go in and shed a light on what's happening. And that a little bit's happened through it, but it's been kind of put under the carpet. But by going there and having a tournament, I think people will see and people will travel and will learn from it. Okay. okay. Um, so that's your next angle. And then you have simply the fact that they have abused um, thousands of workers without proper pay, without any opportunity to leave. But then you can say the same about Brazil, where they sent all these workers to a jungle to build 90,000-seater stadiums and then left them adrift. Or we can say in Ireland as well, where they put uh, Turkish workers into uh, containers. And then when they, it was brought up in, in, our, in our government, in our parliament, one of our politicians who is now, well, he's, he's not too far away from a space where he is right now, called them basically kebabs, Turkish workers kebabs. Okay, so uh, Peter P, like, like if Russia, by some miracle, end up going to Qatar, would you be against them going? Well, I don't think I'm uh, very educated on the subject, but as, like all I can say is, in the perfect world, Peter, we can't. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I was saying, I'm not really educated on the subject, but uh, all I can say is, uh, in the perfect world, uh, politics and sports don't mix, and. It would be, like, again, hypocritical of me to say uh, for them not to go because we had the same situation when we hosted the Cup. Uh, everybody was like, oh, well, bad, bad, like, country, like, we're not going to go because of that and that. And I wish, I wish that all of that would stay out and we just focus on the game pretty much. Okay, that's fair enough. Isol, you wanted to come in with something. Um, you were fairly riled up with it. I, yeah, so I get the point about us saying we're a year away. In law, there's a thing that I, I think it applies to every aspect in life. It's the but for a test. So we can say, OK, we got to the place where we were against it going to Qatar, but it's going there and now we're a year out. So we just do nothing. But in the intervening period, we have seen and we learn and we know what has happened to workers to facilitate this. And knowing this, yeah. if we turn a blind eye, I suppose we have to do something. We're not going to stop it going there, but I think the light that needs to be shined in this instance has to be more consistent than like the arguments about Newcastle's ownership and things like that. We need to continue to make people aware of what's happening just so we can have a football tournament. That's fair enough. Okay, I'm going to end up with uh, two final things. Uh, Kieran and Steve. Kieran, uh, what are your final thoughts on it? Because I know we want to speak about a lot more things about vaccinated players and so on and so forth. Actually, you know what? That's, no, we're going to do that. I'm going to ask you guys. Um, Kieran, a lot of... We were speaking about Aaron Rodgers and, of course, Kyrie Irving didn't want to be vaccinated and so on and there are debates about that, but mandatory vaccinations for players. We've seen a very... kind of a low take-up rate in the English Premier League. Um, should players have to be... or athletes or sports people have to be vaccinated in order to play sports um it, it's a tough one because the 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 amount of uh, testing they do uh, for the elite sportsmen is is more than anyone out there probably more than nurses as well um so i i, I don't know i don't know um look if they if they, they they say the vaccine's safe then then why not um if there's a medical reason why they feel they should not but again it's the same situation should people be made to take the vaccine 
in general everyday life. If if you can't, if, you, if you're not going to make them take it, you can't make footballers or sportsmen take it. Okay. Um, no, that's yeah, not fair. No. Steve, Steve, uh, what, what's your standpoint on it? Yeah, I, I can't see any reason why, you know, not only athletes, why any, anybody, you know, shouldn't be having or be double vaccinated. I mean, obviously, there's the, <clears throat> you know, obviously there's the medical reasons why, why, why they can't. But athletes, especially footballers, uh, cricketers, no matter what what sport you're in, what what it does if you if you're especially recently you're seeing people come out on the TV and they're saying I'm not going to be double vaccinated I'm not going to go I'm not going to have the jab what they've got to remember as well these are role models for children you know these these are sporting people that people look up to these should be the first people who should be having being jabbed and if, if they're not going to be jabbed then for their own sort of for their own you know thinking you know, they should be thinking of look you know, if I do it, then everyone else will do it. That's so fair. even if, as, as a role model, they, they yeah. should be doing it because of kids, because the kids are going to see them and they're going to say, well, if they're not doing it, if my, my centre forward or if they're fastest no. runner or okay, okay. My, my best, whatever. What I want to add to that is, is like these, these are medical things, so they should be confidential anyway. So it should be the case, in, in my opinion, that if you're not going to take it, then you keep that secret. If you are going to take it and you feel like that's, that's good for the country and it's it's good for uh, as a as a role model then yes then then you can turn around and say take the vaccine but but i think if i don't feel like people should have the pressure to take it yeah. as 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 uh, to be an influence on, on other people i think if they are taking mm. it then be the influence if okay. they're not then keep it quiet okay no, no mm. I, I i i see sense in that Isil, very very quickly athletes should be vaccinated yes or no they should mandatory be vaccinated yes or no not mandatory social contract so if you're going to be in that profile in that position uh, you should be considering it for the good of others okay Andy Mike um, mandatory is yeah. not yeah. legal obligation so it comes down to the club if you decide you don't want to do it then you find another club okay Peter P I uh, just wanted to add to the list of the players who are refusing to get no, vaccinated. Just, okay, go on. Quick. Oh, yeah. Jo- Djokovic is on the list. Oh, and, well, he's and, an idiot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I'd, I'd euthanize him rather than immunize him, but yeah. anyway, uh, sorry, that's, that's not a slip of the tongue. That is not a slip of the tongue. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So basically, I don't think it should be, I don't think it should be mandatory, but they, they are to be uh, faced with all, with everything that comes with not being vaccinated. I feel. I feel like the, if if they want to, if I think Kyrie's Kyrie's stance is perfect on this one. He he kind of said, "I don't give a I don't give a damn about the money. I don't give a crap about okay. anything." And he walked and, off. And he just walked off. And okay, he, that, that's that's why I think. That's, yeah. that's fair enough. Okay, uh, Peter, uh, Kieran, Steve, are you going to stay on with us for the quiz? When's the quiz? Uh, it's, it's right after yeah, this. Course. It's mandatory. Yeah, it, it's mandatory. Yeah, yeah okay. Brilliant. I, I know okay. what mandatory, mandatory is now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. All right, boys. We'll talk to you in a second. Okay, folks. Uh, that segment, of course, is brought to you by Match Business Consulting, representing the brightest stars in Russian sport. Find your ideal brand ambassador on match-business.com. All right, folks. We're very quickly to break. We're well over time, but we're having fun. This is Sophie Tucker and, of course, talking about us all because we're all best friends. This is Sophie Tucker and best friend. With Alan Moore. I think that I'll keep loving you way past 65. We made a language for us two. We don't need to describe. Every time you call on me, I drop what I do. 
folks we are back and of course this is the time of the week where most people uh, want to go to bed but of course they stay up a little bit extra late to hear the big fat filthy quiz there's no prizes well there are prizes just for being good sports uh, right and of course kicking off in just a moment I think just the uh, national anthem being played uh, Spain against Sweden Greece Kosovo Luxembourg Ireland and uh, of course Portugal and Serbia okay uh, I'll do a quick run around the houses right now to make sure that everyone is in place so Peter P you're still here with us I am, I am, I am. Okay, uh, uh, Andrew Flint, you are online with us. 
All right, I can just hear you. Just okay. Uh, Steve K, you're there? Yeah, ready and waiting, mate. Okay. Uh, Isil Cody, you're there? I'm sure. All right, very, very good. That is Irish for here. Of course, I've said that a few times before. Anyway. Uh, okay, and uh, Kieran Stewart, you're there as well. I'm here. I didn't realize everyone had like a line, a one liner for their sort of entrance. You, you, you give me a heads up there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Next time, next time. <laughs> Gypsy King music coming on here. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> exactly. Right, I'm, I'm right. And Andy Mack, of course, who is there as well. But once I'm right in front of you. Very good, yeah. Be, ah, don't say behind <laughs> me, okay? No, I don't need that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's actually, it's what, three years almost to the weekend since. Uh, we played in, in Veronese, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've, I've been telling, I've been telling, I've been telling uh, Alan there that I've been training. I've been training. I've been to the army. I've been boxing for a year. I've been for all the times you've been locking me in the dungeon, Andy. I'm looking at him, by the way, right now. I was going to say, I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> it was gonna, Alan. I'm going to make you. Why <laughs> didn't do anything? I'm going to make you squeal like a piggy boy. That's oh, all. God, no. what have I walked into? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Jesus, Kieran's going. Hold on, wait. I've given up family time for this. Right, uh, right. Uh, here we go. All right. So this is, of course, you have to listen to the sound. Okay, and uh, you have to tell me who is the person who's Screaming. being oh, no, interviewed, no. right? Who's being interviewed? So this is—I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for everybody. Okay, for everybody. Uh, so I'm going to set this one up. Please so, do that. yeah. <laughs> so this course is Peter P. So Peter P., <laughs> Peter P. is here with me in the studio. So of course we'll see now what Peter P. knows about uh, this famous person. He actually does know who he is, and we spoke about him just a moment ago. Okay, so uh, this is uh, hopefully f- relatively funny. Okay, so ready, Peter P. Yep. Okay. So you tell me the sport and then tell me the person, okay? Why do they call you the goat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What it is. Some, fan, some fans call me that. Uh, I don't call myself that, but uh, yeah. So who, what's the sport and who's the person? Sport, first so of all. So I'm assuming, uh, since we talked about it, is it, is it football? No. It's tennis. Tennis, right? Tennis. Yeah, tennis it is, yeah. Djokovic. No! Because we, we just talked about who? It's actually, uh, it's Federer. There you go. But oh, you got five wait, points, you got five points. You got, uh, you're okay, you're okay. All right. I'll take them. <laughs> Andrew Flint, this one is for you. All right. Uh, and again, I think you know who this is as well. Actually, I'm pretty sure you know who this is. I'm, I'm almost certain you know who it is. I hope you know who it is. Right. Uh, here we go. So, uh, this, is a, this is an interesting one for you, okay? So, uh, here we go. It's Yeah, it's right on time. Okay, here we go. Off the court. It wasn't what you saw on the court. We always have that respect uh, for each other, but our friendship is not where people see it on TV think it is. Okay, so sport and person. Oh, oh God, I think I do know who it is, um, but I can't remember his name, which is kind of a key <laughs> yeah. part of guessing who it is. No, no, quick, I, uh, quick sport. I no, just relevant. All right, um, you're going to get zero uh, points. Uh, Come on. Sport. Uh, basketball. Basketball, yeah. Person? Oh, um, um, the, oh, LeBron James. 
No, it is Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. No, Andy, Andy Mack is oh, going for a steal. Oh, that was very, oh. very close. Okay, Steve K, this one is for you. Okay, you, you will actually, I think you'll know who this is. Okay, you will know who this you is. You said that last time. <laughs> you know who this is I guarantee it I guarantee it okay so here we go I'm trying to get this one up uh, set up here because it's it's actually quite it's quite a funny one actually it is quite a funny one so here we go uh, alright here we go it's on very important match today and I can't to think about gossip about something is it gossip or did uh, they uh, contact you no no this is gossip because I have uh, two years okay so sport and person Football? Yeah, five points. Yeah. Person? Uh, Rick? Mm, I'm not going to get it. Go on, try. Make a guess. No, no. No, it was Leonid Slutsky when he was with Ho- uh, with Vitis Arnhem. So there you go. All right. Uh, close, but you got five points. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> so here we go. Do you mean right. I wouldn't have known that? <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. You work with Hulsey, right? <laughs> right. Okay, Isol, this is your one. Okay, you'll know who this is. We must, I tell you what, the wages are, the wages are going to change now. In the next four years, five years, the wages are going to go through the roof. Okay. Sport and person. I have no idea. Have a guess at the sport. Okay, wages changing. Um, okay, well, football is too much, so I'm going to go with... UFC? No, it's actually Formula One. Formula One, okay. The person? Oh, God. Um, Because I didn't even listen for an accent and whether he was English (laughs) or whatever, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll just go with Christian Horner, even though he didn't sound English, so I don't know why I'm going with Christian Horner. You are a shame on your nation. It was Eddie Irvine. Eddie Irvine. What? Eddie Irvine. When did he start to sound so not Irish? He's a disgrace. I actually... uh, Okay, okay. Isolt is insulting someone else for their nationality. Right, well done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Kieran, this one is for you. All right. I think you, 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 I think you know who this one is as well. All right. It's an interesting one, um, but it is interesting. But you, you will know. Okay, I promise you that. So here we go. All right. Talking about of all things, Bitcoin. All right. Talking about Bitcoin. So don't don't let that put you off. Okay. Uh, you will know. <laughs> you will know who it is. I'm trying to find it now. Set up here. So okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. About blockchain technology, so I start to learn a little bit. And when did you first uh, decide to jump in and buy some? Uh, I believe it's going to be three years. Okay, so who bought Bitcoin three years ago? Name the sport and then the person. So the sport. <laughs> um. Let's go football. No, it's the UFC. Fighting. Okay. UFC. Yeah. Um, I say boxing as well. UFC, boxing, fighting. UFC. UFC. Who could that be in the UFC? Um, oh, come on, Giron. <laughs> Wild guess. It's a woman. Uh, it's a woman. It's, it's a woman. Yeah. It's a woman. <laughs> Wait, what? That it's was a, a woman? woman? Yes. Oh, no, nah, let's just stitch up. Nah, 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 no, nah, nah. it's a so, woman. That, that, was a, that was not a woman. It was a woman. <laughs> a UFC fighter. Yes. Who's female or not? Okay. It's a um, female, yeah. 
Cyborg. Yes, well done. Chris yes. Cyborg. Leave it out. It was Chris Cyborg, yeah. All right. There's money going going across hands here, I'll tell you. There's no, I'm listening, I'm telling you. It was, (laughs) listen, it was Chris, it was, it was, it was Chris Cyborg. Okay, here we go. This now is for uh, Andy Mike. Andy Mike, your last one. This is now a chance to really get out ahead. It's, it's a long time, it's, it's 30 years, so everything has changed. The hockey has changed, the world has changed. I was learning to play hockey. Okay, so, sport? Sport? Um, hockey. All right, which type? Ice. Oh, very good. Okay, five points. And a person? Gretzky. No, Jeremy Jagger. Okay, folks, we are so behind time right now, but everyone is level on five points. Okay, so I'm going to ask, we're just going to uh, go very quickly. Okay, missing word. Okay, uh, Kieran, this is missing word. Okay, so we're going to start off, of course, with Peter P. Peter P. Al- uh, Albania. Just Albania? Yeah, Albania what? Albania rocks, rules. <laughs> no. <Pumped>. Demolished. <laughs> demolished. I'll give you two points for that, just for, being, for the effort. Right, Andrew Flint, your one. Hamilton, what? From what? Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton, what from what? Quick. Two words. Um, hero from zero. <laughs> no, zero from here, more like I guess. <laughs> he was excluded from the race. I'll give you one point. Okay. Uh, who is next? Steve K. Right, Steve K. Okay. Uh, Australia and New Zealand are what in the world? The best <laughs> uh, T20 cricket teams in the world. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to give you five points for that. That is rugby. very, very good. You, no, no, it's not in rugby. <laughs> Vying for top spot in the world. Very well done. Very well done. Five points for that. Okay. Yeah, uh, next that's one. A, that's a 10 and that's a 15. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers took advice, COVID advice from who? Diesel, this is from you. Joe Rogan. Very the well man, done. the myth, the doctor. I'll give you five waiting. points for that. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, next one. So, Kieran, uh, this is for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tom Brady has a very small <laughs> what ring? Championship <laughs> ring. Do you know what? Actually, I, I'll give you five points, like Kieran, because it actually has a very small chance of winning another Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Steve oh Hunter. Oh, that. <laughs> Here we go. That's ten. <laughs> no, when you did, if you said that, I give you a ten, right? No, All right. Thank you very much, Andy I'll Mac. Take five. <laughs> we've oh, shot our <laughs> Andy Mac. We've shot ourselves in the what? And ring. It, <laughs> and it what? Oh, <laughs> we shot ourselves in the what and it hurts not the ring uh, it's either foot or head it's foot um, <laughs> um, <laughs> cl- clubbing out the window it hurts <laughs> three points for you okay it was actually a hog from Scotland oh, said it. all right very very quickly guys all I have to you just have to tell me the uh, the odd one out that's all you have to do okay odd one out okay you'll get 10 points if you get this one right okay this are all about uh, hosts okay hosts of the world cup okay uh, past present and future uh, all right so first one Peter P USA South Africa Qatar Qatar South Africa and the reason South Africa is because they have no capital punishment in South Africa there oh. you go so zero so you finish by seven <laughs> points alright number two Andrew Flint Mexico Mexico Brazil or South Africa uh, Mexico 
Well done. And I'm going to give you 10 points there because, of course, they have uh, the least number of murders per 100,000 people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the questions to these answers. I know. I the to these answers. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Steve K, one for you. Argentina, Brazil or Italy? Argentina, Brazil or Italy? <laughs> Argentina. No, it's Italy because they are the least corrupt of those three countries. They're rating 52nd in the world. <laughs> Argentina and then Brazil. Right, uh, Isol, for you. Uruguay, Switzerland or Canada? Quick, quick, quick. Canada. No, it's actually Switzerland. Okay, because uh, that was... Like least. So no, that's, it's the right Switzerland were the last country to allow women to vote in all elections. There you go. Uruguay 1917 and Canada 1960. And, uh, okay, so zero for that. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is the winning point, isn't yeah. it? Kieran, Kieran, here you go. Uh, USA, UK or France? USA, France. UK or France? No, France. it's actually the USA because they have never had a woman, a female leader because, of course, UK had Thatcher and France had uh, Ethel Cresso. Okay, folks, very, very quickly. Uh, Andy Mack, very few. Chile, Canada or Germany? Chile. Uh, no, it's actually Canada. They had the first female head of state. Okay, sorry. You so, delayed that. Yeah, for a I know, second. I know, I know. So the winner is actually Andy Flint. Okay, you're, folks. Just, you're just making this up. Okay, as you go no, along, no, 